you will drive us. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And we are reporting live from the Courtyard Marriott in downtown Minneapolis, Minnesota. There's 30 feet of snow on the ground. 30? It's No, yeah, it's 30 feet okay, of snow 30, on the ground. 30, 30, 30. There's snow everywhere. I don't know how you guys do it. I don't know. You meaning like anyone who has snow? You all. Everyone in the Midwest, I don't know how you do how it. How do you do it? People in New York complaining about nothing. We got like dirty slush. Out here, they're like trudging. Just like it's nothing. Love to it's talk wild. about the weather. Like this podcast is just... just no, but really this is absurd. We went to a great place in Minneapolis thanks to the hooligans who recommended Hi Hi, the Vietnamese place in whatever the neighborhood is that we went to. It was amazing. I don't know if they were all hooligans, which is like people who responded to my personal Twitter. Some might have been. And we're so excited for a show tonight Minneapolis. Tomorrow will be uh, Milwaukee and uh, then Cleveland. No, today will be Milwaukee for oh, the listeners. Oh, today is Milwaukee. So if you're hearing this and you have nothing to do in Milwaukee, please come. I do not think Milwaukee has sold that well. I was talking to some people from the Midwest just coincidentally a few days ago, and I was telling them about the tour, and they were like, oh, Minneapolis, cool, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're going to play there, cool. And I said, yeah, and Cleveland is selling well, but like mini- Milwaukee, I don't know. And they are both like, yeah, Milwaukee's tough. And I was like, I don't know what that means, but okay. You guys so better come. Prove them prove wrong. Prove them wrong. <laughs> We have such a good show for you guys. Just gonna be a it was gonna be a normal who's there until we got a celebrity caller. I would say her name is Saddle Tramp Brand. Um, maybe you've heard of her from our shows, and maybe from you who've been following her because you wanted the Miranda Lambert Goss. So this is a true uh, iconic who's there because it's a great call. We got a call in, but it's her, and it's an interview also. And let me tell <laughs> we you something. On the call too. Let me tell you something. I don't know her last name. I know her name is Elizabeth. We're just going to call her Saddle Tramp Brand. And you better follow her on Instagram because she's great. Because not only is she a leather worker giving you the most beautiful artisan goods, but she's also giving you the goss. I don't even know what I'd want more. It's like like if I read, if I looked at Etsy, but then there was also good goss in Etsy. It's like beautiful things and goss. And again, my favorite thing, which we talk about in the interview, is that like she was going back and forth between Miranda Goss and then selling her stuff. Miranda Goss, promoting her stuff. Because that's what you have to do this day and age. It's... It's miserable, but you got to do it. So before we um, get into that interview, which we're going to play here, obviously, we wanted to answer a few calls, just do like kind of a lead in, a few calls, because it is the call-in show. We will do some calls, and then we will lead into our interview with uh, Saddle. Uh, Saddle Tramp Brand. Come Saddle on, Tramp Brand. Her name is Elizabeth. <laughs> I keep wanting to say ranch because it fits well. It's like yes. Saddle Tramp Ranch Brand. It's like, I don't know. Well, she has on her website what a Saddle Tramp is. It's a noun. It's slang. It means it, this is SaddleTrampBrand.com. Drifter on horseback. Somebody, especially in the old days, uh, the days of the Old West, who did not stay in the same place or job for long, but was always moving on, always looking for the next horizon. So like Westworld? No, minus just like robots. millennial. Millennial. It means millennial. Okay. <laughs> I think it means... No, I love it. I think it means I love it. Millennial. I can't wait to buy like a custom whatever, like whatever. She has these beautiful earrings. Like I actually am probably going to buy something. No, we're going to support Saddle Tramp Brand. Yeah, I love it. But first, we got some calls to listen to. You guys, I know that Bradley and Gaza are thems and not who's, but I cannot believe you did not talk about their duet during your Oscars recap. There's lots to unpack there. I think it's time to bring back Bradley Cooper presents a new podcast that he was born starring Lady Gaga just to talk about that duet because it was, um, it was something. Okay, thanks. Um, scrum, oh no, uh, I, I can't remember. Sign off. Okay, sorry. Bye. 
<laughs> wow, that's actually a new sign-off. Is I can't remember the sign-offs. <laughs> Scarja. Whatever. Scarja. We didn't talk about it because I don't know. We were so overwhelmed in the movement, the moment, and I didn't really like have. And also, we were trying to get through Lucy Boynton. We were trying to get through uh, Rami Malek's mom. Not the thems, which we were, were very Lady dis- Gaga and Bradley. We were very distressed by Green Book. Um, and so it makes sense that we didn't talk about what was so obviously the most iconic moment of the night. Like, in, in 10 years, no one will remember Green Book existed, but everyone will have the still of their faces on each other's faces tattooed on their chest. Like, I understand that this is the most iconic Bobby part of the night. made an appointment already. Yeah, just all over the chest. <laughs> so the two of them, it was incredible. I mean, I saw, did you see Lady Gaga went on Jimmy Kimball today or yesterday? I forget. Like, I saw the clip today. So to me, it was today, but it might have been last night. And she talked about, she was like, fooled ya. Like, I get, because he was like, oh my God, everyone thought you guys were in love. It's so convincing. And she gave like a little giggle and she said. And, and, and yes. People saw love, and guess what? That's what we wanted you to see. Yes. You know, I mean, this is this is a love song, Shallow. Uh, this the movie A Star Is Born. It's a love story. We worked so hard. We worked all week on that performance. Bradley, who and you know, I like never relinquish control about a live stage performance. I mean, I've done a million of them, but you know, he directed this film, right? And he directed all of you know, obviously the musical moments in the film. And he directed, obviously, shallow the moment in the film. So I knew that he had the vision for how it should go. And so I was like, you know, what do you, what do you think, Bradley? And he gave me, he laid it all out. I mean, everything that you saw, the way that it was shot, the way that they pushed the piano out, you saw them, you know, uh, put the piano together and, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, no us intro. walk up on stage, no intro, all of that, that was all him. And he even also, uh, was the one that was like, I think that the audience should be lit, you know, so that we're not just let the audience is lit. So then I called Roy Bennett, who I work with, and he does my lighting, and I'm like, we need to light the <laughs> entire room lights. with amber <laughs> lights because Bradley wants honeycomb, and we gotta give him what he wants. And, you it know, felt and, you know, out of time. It felt out of place. It was very intimate. I mean, the audience shot was brilliant. Gorgeous. I, mean, I, don't, I don't like Gorgeous. throwing that word around. Gorgeous. But when it comes to Bradley Cooper, I'll throw it around all day I mean, and all we night. we screamed. When he picked up the mic stand, moved it, and walked over and sat next to her, I think we our screams echoed. And I don't know if it was Lala or Tessa. Someone who we were watching it with was like, they're not moving the camera. Like, they're just staying here. Yeah. And it was like, whoa, they're really going all yeah. in. This he is directed about, it. This is a performance. And they wanted people – they wanted you to see, like – this as a performance, yeah. as, as like a piece of art. And actually, I heard this on Little Gold Men um, when they were talking about their Oscar recap. Richard Lawson said something that was really interesting. He was like, I wonder if uh, people in the audience were watching this or people at home or whatever who had voted Oscar voters and said to themselves, maybe we should have given them um, an Oscar for acting. These two are killing it. I mean, you this this uh, chemistry is undeniable. And not just let's let's give them a little bit more credit than they have chemistry. It's acting like they're acting. Yeah. And honestly, it like it should have it should have shamed all of the star, all of the voters who voted for yeah. Green Book or anything else over A Star Is Born because like A Star Is Born will stand the test of time yes. alongside I think Black Panther and Black Klansmen maybe Black Panther for sure Black Klansmen will stand the test of time more so than anything else. On Oscar the list of movies, movies should should to me I mean everyone has a different representation of what they want Oscar movies should represent the time in which they existed when you remember a year you should remember oh that was the year that everybody was talking about Get Out that was yeah. the year that everybody was talking about Moonlight that was the year everybody was talking about Black Panther no one was talking about Green Book and, no. and I think it, no. it, everyone was expecting this to be like the populist Oscars where like maybe Black Panther will finally win but it's like no Green Book won no one saw Green Book and even and nobody after it wins, will nobody will see right. Green Book meanwhile 
Star is Born is, re- is releasing itself again in theaters <laughs> with 12 extra minutes. I, you bet I'm going to go see those that 12 extra minutes. I've already paid for it twice and I will pay for it a third time. So, I own yeah. it. I've paid for it in theaters yeah, twice. Yeah, well, you need 12 I extra minutes. It. You don't have those. I own it. Oh my god! So I guess the point is we'll wrap this up. It was an incredible performance. It it is what will people remember from this Oscars? Do I think they're in love? You know, I think no, creative people no, do no, form no, a connection. No, no, no <laughs> but I no, don't think no, they're in love. No. It did add fuel the fire though that she no, broke no, up no, with no, her no, fiance. No, 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 I know, no. but stop! But she broke up with her fiance like right before the Oscars. Her fiance sucks. We she, wow, we sucks. knew she would never like be with her agent. That's too much. I know, but all I'm Especially saying is her, it added fuel to the fire of speculation, and then we saw them nuzzled up to each other live on TV for the world to enjoy. Meanwhile, as this fire is like blazing and spreading, like all of the gay people in the audience are like holding their fire extinguishers, and they're like, "What? Like we're not taking this one. Like I this know. is up to someone else." Yeah. Well, you know, Irina, poor Irina Shake. Like whatever. Irina is and not even poor fine. Irina Shake. She's fine. But like just watch. Watching that was funny to... Irina is getting exactly what she wants. Irina is fine. And Gaga is not disrespecting her because they both know Bradley well enough to know that disrespect cannot be had. So I was just listening to you guys talking about Rami Malek and whether or not he's a them now. And I feel like I just needed to chime in because for a long time, I have always gauged who's in them, even pre-Who Weekly. Uh... By, although I never knew those words, so thank you guys. You guys are geniuses. But um, I always judged who's in them by, like, whether my parents knew someone's name. And they love entertainment a lot, so they're not – whatever. Long story short, Rami Malek is definitely a them now, only because my parents for sure know his name and – don't just say that guy from Bohemian Rhapsody. They very much say Rami Malek, which is shocking, but sadly, I think he's a them now. Um, but I don't, it's like Mahershala Ali. Nope, still a who to them. Oh well. Anyway, I, you don't have to play that call. I just wanted you to know. Bye. First of all, really quickly, if that was Ryan, are we right? It might be our friend Ryan. It sounds just like him. If yeah. not, okay. who knows? But either way, I think you're right. I think he's a them now. I think so too. I think we implied this. I do. Uh-huh. I feel like your the fact that your parents pay attention to entertainment is something you know that's part of maybe why they know who he is. But yes, a lot of basics uh, watch the Oscar. Not that your parents are basic. You get what I'm saying. Yeah. A lot of people watch the Oscars, and he won. And even if he they didn't the know who he prize. was, uh, they said, "Oh, the guy who played Freddie Mercury. Like, what, what's his that. deal? Like, okay, Rami Malek. Interesting. He's an immigrant. Talked about him being Egyptian. Blah blah blah." So, so yes, I I'm down for this. And I think pre we can pre, them him. I think pre Oscars, even though star, even though Bohemian Rhapsody was huge, I don't think he would have become of them had he not won the Oscar. Because again, people still saw that as like, oh, the guy who put on the fake teeth for Freddie Mercury. Like, okay, but now that he won the Oscar, his name was said. He is a them. He is officially graduated. Congrats to Rami, but also your movie sucks, and I'll never watch it. <laughs> I'm sure he'll do good work in the future, though. Of course he will. That I'll like definitely watch and enjoy. Of course he will. And then he'll date the girl he's working with Yikes, in that okay. particular movie. Lucy Boynton still who? Hi, Who Weekly. So I was just listening to your episode, and you were talking about like the Mia Farrow and her black children thing. Well, there was an even funnier version of that when Nick Carter, was it Nick Carter or was it? It was Aaron Carter. And his dad passed away. So he posted on Twitter, like, this thing where it was, like, goodbye, Dad. But then you could see on the photo of him and his dad that he literally looked up on Google, Aaron Carter, Dad. Which, like, 
it was really funny because, like, you don't have any photos of your dad. You know, his dad because, like, his dad passed away. Okay. Um, and I'm so happy to be with you, keeping me from my shadows. I'm sorry if those weren't the words, but I tried to learn it. Okay. Bye. That's incredible. What's great is that the Mia Farrow thing you can blame because she's old. Aaron Carter is not old and he should know better. Yeah, his the Google search, his tweet was, I'm going to miss you forever, Papa Smurf. You are the coolest man ever and super good looking, Pops. I'm really messed up right now. Cry face. And then <laughs> Nick, he Googled Nick Carter dad in Safari and he had 4% left Wait, on his Wait, he Googled battery. Nick Carter dad, not yeah. Aaron Carter yeah. dad? He Googled like the he more car- famous. He, car- he Googled the other, the other child. <laughs> That's so. Wait, it's sad. Like, I'm sorry. Like, it's really sad. But like, the fact that Nick Carter knew to to whoever tweeted this, this all person. my sympathy. But did he seriously Google Nick Carter dad to find a photo of his own father? <laughs> but it the, it's Aaron Carter. He fo- oh god. I mean, he knows. Also, we should know when better. The, Don't use Safari on your phone to do this. You but know. when you're the younger child and, the and you know, you've got the really successful sibling, you've been through this your entire life, you know you don't even want to try Aaron Carter, Dad, because you're not going to get the results you want. I just like, can't. He doesn't have a photo of his own dad no, in his phone. Yeah, but it, like it's like me with my parents. Like, I have photos of my parents in my phone, but it would take a long time to find them. So it's like, you know, if your parents are famous, just Google it. I'm not I letting mean, you is, explain this way. It's, it it's not. Funny. It's unacceptable. <laughs> Okay, it also fine. he had four percent battery, so oh, he should four percent battery. Phone. Plug your phone in. His phone's almost dead. Oh like god! Speaking of death, uh, next <laughs> call. Next call. Next, like call, next call. Next call. Hi, Lindsay and Bobby. Um, I'm a first time caller, medium time listener, uh, and I'm calling because Lindsay recently it had an aside, and it was sort of aside, but she passed out on the idea that the Ferrero family, the Ferrero share family, um, which owns Kinder, could be like billionaire family. And I, I know this is not like the usual who them purview, but I actually had just gone through a quick hole of a Ferrero family and they're worth like tens of billions of dollars. Um, they own Tic Tac, they own Nutella, Moncherie, Kinder, um, some like U.S. chocolate brands too. Uh, and the crazy thing I learned is that they buy up one third of the world's hazelnuts. And not only that, they are the world's largest hazelnut distributors. Um, so they're kind of like, I think in general public, obviously sort of a who, but in the chocolate world, definitely a them. Hazelnut world, definitely a them. Um, what else? Oh, the crazy thing is that the grandparents generation that started it all, uh, is Giovanni and Pietro Ferrero, who are brothers. They both died young of a heart attack. Um, and the grandson generation, which is the current generation, also Giovanni and Pietro, also brothers, um, and Pietro recently died of a heart attack. And I know that, you know, like heart disease runs in the family, but also I think maybe this could be like a witch's curse, uh, like a witch put a curse on them, and in exchange, if they did die in exchange for a chocolate empire. Uh, good form, Bellathorne. Um, yes, exactly. Okay. That is it. I love. The, yes, a hundred percent. Oh, which is curse. I just love the idea of going to the doctor and being like, okay, so here are my symptoms, and you tell them the symptoms, and it's like, well, I have this like growth on my neck, and they're like, okay, well, it could be cancer, um, and it actually we did a biopsy, and it's definitely cancerous, and it is a tumor, but like, 
it's worth considering that it could, that be, a it could be a witch's curse. curse. And you're so like, your grandfather <laughs> probably, like your billionaire, like your grandfather probably did a witch's curse. Um, we we can't really tell for sure, but this mm. looks like a witch's curse to us. I mean, we recommend surgery immediately and then potentially like either chemo or radiation. No, but... we recommend contacting a witch and coming to see if you could take the curse off. Um, Couldn't hurt. Yeah, Couldn't like hurt. a local witch. Um, <laughs> we'll give you a few contacts for some local specialists. We can actually give you a referral to a local witch who will come and try and get the curse off. But we know like the witch, like the bruja that we like prefer, like doesn't take United. So like, I don't really know. <laughs> They're millionaires. They don't need to take insurance. Um. Anyway, but like, good luck. Can you tell that we've been up? Like this is not first thing in the morning. We actually oh my have like God, we're like dead. We're dead. Uh, we're in Minneapolis. We had some good coffee. We, we were gonna get yeah, a juicy Lucy, good. but I'm not until good. tomorrow. We're gonna go to the Mall of America tomorrow, you guys. Oh my God, I'm so excited. Oh my Even just for an hour, I just need to like walk in there maybe and feel the vibe. Minutes, maybe <laughs> okay, ten. Play minutes. the next one. No, but like I actually one time when uh, when Josh and I were in Italy, uh, we asked about this like the long story short version. We asked like this like very friendly Italian cab driver we had. He was like asking how our stay was in this town, and we we're like it was great. But we kept seeing this like building. Like what's the deal with that building? We want to go there, and he was like, oh, that's owned by the Ferreros. This is when I felt into the identical K-hole that you fell into. And we were like, oh, like in like the chocolate for us. And he was like, oh yeah. He was like, I was like, they own that. And he was like, they own everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was like, they own all of Italy. Yeah. And I they was own like, this Whoa. little island with a castle on it, basically. Um, oh, next up, we have a very, very special call from our BB correspondent, um, Rexaspondent, BB Rexus correspondent. I'm not really sure. Um, but he's meant to be, well, but it was meant to be that he would call in. Andrew Spina went to a very special BB Rexa event uh, because he is a bad bitch and a Rexar. And he also just loves potato chips. So let's take it away, Andrew. Hi, Lindsay and Bobby. This is Andrew, your BB Rexa correspondent. Last night, I was lucky enough to attend an exclusive event where Lay's Potato Chips premiered their three new music-inspired flavors and three new tracks by Grammy-nominated artist B.B. Rexa, who was in attendance to perform and explain her process of remixing one original song three ways for three different flavors. Uh, needless to say, it was thrilling. It was a sensory... The phrase that, they, that the marketing people wanted her to use was sensory experience, but she kept saying sensory overload, which was really beautiful. Um, instead of trying to describe the whole night for you, I'll just relay to you some snippets from her Q&A that were especially choice, uh, that was tense, to say the least. Uh, I don't think she really wanted to do most of it, but definitely not the Q&A. But I tried to transcribe them as best I could. Before she answered the first question from the interviewer, she paused, jumped in front of him to say, First of all, this is my first big brand deal, so give it up for me. She also had this to say about writing songs. She said, it's crazy how you can just take a song and change the sound of the song just by changing the instrument. True. Um, about writing the song, the interviewer asked her, so you wrote one original song and remixed it three ways for these chips. That's crazy. How prolific are you? To which BB replied, not very. If I write one good song a year, that's good for me. Uh, there was also a lot of really fun tension between the Lay's marketing people and BB Rexa. At one point, um, as they were about to start playing the song, she said, okay, let's save some marketing money. Can we do a clap vote for your favorite flavor? The Lay's people behind me were shaking their heads nervously. 
um, she kind of like messed up the flavorings. She was doing a clap vote for each one of them. And at the end of it, she said, okay, no love for the lime flavor. We can just cut that one. Uh, like I said, she couldn't really nail the phrase sensory experience, but this is what she had to say about what the night was. So that's what Lay's is giving you, a sensory they keep wanting me to say sensor, what is it? Sensory overload? What? Yeah, sensory overload. Okay, change the flavor light color for the next remix. Do it on my clap. No? Okay, did you do it? What fucking color is that? Yellow? Okay, I guess it's just cheese. Play the track. Once again, congrats to BB Rexa on her first big brand deal. Also a bad bitch, our next sponsor. Lindsay, big news. What? I finally got my away. You did? I know, no. I got a, I got an away. You had the spawn away. Now I have a spawn away. We both have a ways. I know. And we like roll right through the airport with our like a little ways like right behind us. It's so easy. My favorite thing about spawn products is that there are a few of them that whenever you carry them, wear them, whatever it is, I don't want to like name the other brands, but like away is one of them where people all want to know about your way bag. They're like, is that the away bag? And you're like, yeah, it is the way back. And they're like, is it as good as people say it is? And you're like, yeah, it is. And they're like, no, because I mean, I've been like wondering. Yeah. And then I'm like, yeah, it is as good. And use promo code who when you buy one. <laughs> I just feel like, you know, we had, a, I had a low standard for my luggage. I was like, you know, anything will do. It has wheels. It's a bag, whatever. Who cares? It's cheap. Throw my shit in it. But if you're traveling a good amount or even any amount, you know, it's worth it to kind of upgrade yourself to like a little higher standard of a bag. Travel well. Because traveling is miserable. You may as well get get a win when you can. Away, you know the away bag. You've seen the away bag. It's great. It's made of premium German polycarbonate. It's unrivaled in strength. It has four 360-degree spinner wheels. It has a TSA-approved combination lock, so the TSA can't be like, excuse me, and you're like, what? It's an away bag. And it has like a little charger that you can take out if you don't need it. You have a 100-day trial, so you can live with it. You can vibe with it. You can travel with it. I love rolling it around. I'm just very impressed by the wheels. I've told you this. The wheels are as good as you've heard. Mm-hmm. And if you don't like in those 100 days just return it for a full refund no questions ask and the carry-on sizes there's the big boy and the like slightly bigger boy there's like the large and the extra large then there's the medium and then there's the large for extended stays and the carry-on sizes are compatible with all major u.s airlines so you can maximize the amount you can pack for 20 dollars off a suitcase visit awaytravel.com slash who weekly and use promo code who weekly during checkout that is 20 dollars off a suitcase visiting awaytravel.com slash who weekly entering promo code who weekly so, T-Pain won The Masked Singer. Congrats to T-Pain. Um, and so now we officially know everyone who was on the show. Um, and I'm kind of wondering, are all of these people who's? Like, Donny Osmond is them, right? What about T-Pain? Is T-Pain a who? So, just what's your assessment on the overall celebrities who were revealed to be participating in this show any surprises um let me know what you guys think so no surprises i knew all of them Lindsay knew all of them from the very beginning uh, if you go to vulture.com and check out my uh mass singer guesses i knew i got every single one right i honestly was unsure about joey a friend of mine ray who ended up being wrong tried to convince me it was jc i was like jc is not doing this shit like joey fatone was on dancing with the stars and mm-hmm. really the way that you have to look at this thing and which is why i'll never be asked to be a judge on this show is because 
you you can guess who's going to be on this show at least for the first season now that it actually has gotten more acclaim and it's popular i feel acclaim. like no but i feel <laughs> like i feel like they could be slightly more famous people like the most famous, be more famous people the most time. famous person on mass singer first season was gladys knight right like because everyone was kind of like how did she why did she do this she did it for fun she thought it was funny she did not win which is honestly kind of embarrassing um t-pain won he was the monster mm-hmm. but i think what the mass singer I mean, really no one doubts that Gladys Knight is a better singer than But what I think TV. right and so I think if she won it actually would have been against the point of the show which is kind of to say hey it's kind of like the voice like uh I want to show that I'm better than what people yeah. think of me. So T-Pain who actually honestly had the same narrative happen a few years ago maybe just more under the radar he went on um Tiny Desk uh NPR's Tiny Desk concert. concerts yeah. and sang acoustic and then had this do this whole interview about how you know people think I couldn't sing without the autotune that's what I was known for but I actually have a really good voice and I'm like trained and like blah 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 so he literally had this exact same comeback narrative and now he had it again for a bigger audience on The Masked Singer unsurprising but this is it didn't the, take it didn't take it didn't now it's take. gonna take now it's gonna take and maybe T-Pain can like release an album and be like oh my god like yeah, Mass he's gonna release like a duets album with someone right so I'm so I, I am a little curious about next season what will be as Huey because it has more popularity I mean it was a huge show it got huge ratings but for this first season I literally only guessed based off like what people on YouTube were saying and kind of get all these guesses around the internet what they sounded like but also the likelihood that they would be on the Mass Singer yeah, which that's is like the most important have thing. they been on other reality shows have they been in other competitions? Are what they, stage of their career are they at? Is it Tori Spelling? It's probably Tori Spelling. <laughs> you know, like if you think it's Tori Spelling, it's Tori Spelling. If you think it's Latoya Jackson, it's Toy Jackson. <laughs> good, good wisdom to live by. Okay, but we're done with the calls. We are going to transition now to a conversation over the phone with Oklahoma City's finest saddle tramp brand. What's her name? Elizabeth. What's her full name? Unclear. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think maybe she just doesn't want to share it, but also we didn't ask. Yeah, um, I was going to say, you're, you're acting like she was like up, like withholding. It's like, you literally didn't ask her but full online, name. But online, she only calls herself Elizabeth. I like I didn't want to I I like get into her privacy. Also, I want to call her saddle tramp brand. Her name is saddle tramp brand. So we're going to talk to saddle tramp brand. In case brand. you missed, you didn't miss a few episodes and you don't know what we're talking about. This is the amazing tipster she's been talking about the miranda lambert goss on her own channel saddle Tramp on instagram for almost a year now uh she'll tell you exactly we asked her exactly how she got started with this and how she became her own gossip outlet we love it and if you have any country music tips or goss to share send it to saddle Saddle brand (laughs) sorry i thought you were from nashville i'm really sorry (laughs) oh it's funny i mean how would you know any different you know what i mean i mean like this is crazy i would shit on the internet I would know if I did an ounce of research, so I should know better because that's literally like 85% of our podcast is research and the other part is just like going off. So yeah. honestly. You got your fish to fry though. <laughs> that's true. Um, but it's so funny how we we came across this story, obviously, the way that everyone else did. And then we started getting messages that was like, no, the real goss is on this Instagram account. And I was like, oh, like a like a blog or like some tabloid and it was like no it's like literally from you <laughs> um and we haven't even done a good job of introducing who you are so yeah so oh, i want I mean, intru- <laughs> yeah we would like to introduce yourself basically <laughs> i mean yeah i just i have a leather business and um i guess just talking shit is my passion project i don't know i love it it's good to have side ho- you know side gig <laughs> oh yeah plenty of <laughs> that, that you're not getting paid for <laughs> Yeah, no shit. Well, that's like the best part because like when this all kind of started, like we're, I would say it started like April of last year when it all blew up, but people are always saying they're like, oh, she's Blake Shelton. She's on Blake Shelton's payroll. They're paying her to say all this shit. And I just say that 
I'm doing the Lord's work for free. Also, like, if Blake Shelton was paying you, that'd be sick. Like, yeah, I was like, yeah, be that'd like, be actually gross. amazing because I really need a new car right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. So we, you introduce yourself, but basically I think what maybe some people are looking for is like, how did this get started? I didn't know when it went back that far we yeah. were talk we talked about Miranda and last year too with like the all Evan the Felker, Felker stuff, stuff yeah. which I think yeah. is how you got started talking about this right yes okay yeah yep that's how it started oh, hi Gizzard um my cat just came in my job Aww. um yeah so I'm like without kind of like drudging up all of the yeah. craziness because that was seriously like the most hectic like six months I'm like I got a crash course in like people hating you yeah (laughs) you know what I mean because the internet's insane and it is filled with fucking crazy people and like especially when it comes to celebrities like super stands and they will come like the pitchforks come out when you start speaking out against like their queen or whoever they're obsessed with you know um but basically like around like March I kind of this gal on Instagram came across me and we kind of like, you know, hit it off, became friends. And then I ended up like meeting her in person. And she told me like they had connections with, so Evan Felker was the lead singer of Turnpike Troubadours. Mm -hmm. And he was on tour with Miranda Lambert for like three days. Right. Well, (laughs) while I'm down there, I was, you know, they're talking and like, I think we got really drunk and it was like the next morning is, you know, like we're all like sitting around hungover and they're kind of like, Oh yeah, well, Evan Felker's, you know, sleeping with Miranda Lambert. And I was like, well, that's not possible. And his wife, like, I would see her, like, I knew who she was, like, she lives here. And so I would see her out and about, like, I knew who his spouse was, you know? Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, that's not possible. He's married. And they're like, yeah, he's married. Exactly. (laughs) But he's definitely sleeping with Miranda Lambert. And so I was like, what? (laughs) So I knew about this before they're like, yeah, he ghosted his wife. And I was like, holy, what? And so I knew about this before it all hit the news and then when it hit the news i and i think i had like and not that this matters but i only had like 2000 fo- 2000 3000 followers at the time maybe yeah and i would just like hop on my phone and like just share like day to day shit just whatever because i work alone it's kind of like fun and cathartic and crazy shit happens just mm-hmm. normally today, yeah. i feel like <laughs> So when all this shit hit the fan or, like, broke in the media, Miranda's team was trying to spin this, like, oh, star-crossed lovers, like, oh, sh- she and Evan are soulmates, like. She was just dating Anderson East at the time, too, right? Right, who was her first boyfriend since the Blake Shelton Since the Blake Shelton shit. Like, so you they, guys, I have stuff, right. like, I don't even think I can talk about it. But, I mean, she, I have it pretty well verified that she cheated on Anderson. We're going back years now. It's not mm-hmm. like this random new surprising thing because at this point. It's Miranda, almost absurd. And Miranda and Blake were both with other people when they started seeing each other. Yes, yes. (laughs) Absolutely. He was married to an entirely other woman and supposedly he was engaged to somebody else too. Like, you know, it's like, it's so, you know, that's a great premise for a relationship. So what pissed you off was kind of just like the spin because you were like, I I knew this and the spin is like absurd. Yeah, I was like, this is bullshit. This is not how it's actually happening. And so I like, whatever. So, and I didn't know his wife personally at the time. But anyway, then, like, all these people start coming out of the woodwork. Like, my friends um, started coming to me with information. They were like, dude, Miranda Lambert was at our house, like, three weeks ago. And <laughs> oh, then, my God. And, it was, and then that is when it really fucking blew up. Because I was like, oh, what? And so I started talking about it on my story. Because I think people were like, oh, does she really have insider info? Like, what does she know? And then I started talking about some things. And, like, people who 
also know her and were like, oh shit, she does know stuff. And that's when more people started coming out of the woodwork and I started getting more information. <laughs> and that's how it started. And then Stacy actually contacted me. Oh my God. Ex-wife. And that's and then we met up in person, and then that shit like basically went viral because we were sitting at a bar, um, and oh like on a patio in Oklahoma City, and and talking about all this stuff because it really is insane. And like her, I mean, it's just like she went through hell, was already yeah. going through hell, and then you know all of a sudden her anonymity is just like stripped from yeah. her. Yeah, are they back together? Her and her. No, they're divorced. No, but, okay, okay. I just wasn't yeah. sure because I remember when she dumped Evan Felker, there was yeah. a little bit of like, oh, is he going to just get back with his wife now? <laughs> I mean, like the ink had barely dried on the fucking divorce papers and Miranda just dumps his ass. Right. Like, why, he's just not your kind anymore? Now I loved... Single? Like, what the <laughs> I love the stories when when Evan, when the, the, the what was it, the something troubadours? What are they yeah. called? Turnpike Troubadours? Turnpike Troubadours. And it was like, they stopped touring with Miranda at the end of August because he has kidney stones. <laughs> yeah, well, no, supposedly. I mean, she booted him off the tour, but we don't know why. It was like, she, she, the articles were like, he broke her rules. And you're oh, like, he broke her what? rules, yeah. He yeah, like, what stones. kind of a juggernaut psycho has rules and terms to a relationship? You know, and you're just like, what? <sighs> Who knows? Messy. Yeah, and then the kidney stones, and you're just like, what the fuck? So this was a year ago, and <laughs> then there was, like, a stop, right? Like, yeah. Obviously, there was time in between. You went yeah. back to your leatherworking. You were just yeah. minding your own business. <laughs> Things settled down. Yes. Things settled down. And then this breaks, and you are somehow again in the center of and it because it- you are the, like, fun. <laughs> for all of these DMs essentially yes! about Miranda. Because you've already experienced her PR machine take control in the past and then the salad thing happens and then you're <laughs> yeah! like, wait a second, it's a hot cop. Go into how you like, Did you were you suspicious immediately that something was up? You must have been. Well, the salad thing was really bizarre and you're like, <laughs> what is, what's actually happening here? Exactly. You know what I mean? And I think everybody was just like, what the fuck? And then, and so then, you know, scratching at the and then that surprise wedding announcement comes out and you're like oh, okay <laughs> and i am like because i was talking like so much active shit i really was because she will call people like i know i have like she called stacy like yeah. she will call people from a block number um and like it happened previously like i was like is this her because usually if telemarketers call you it's like from a random yeah. town mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah but I kept getting these blocked numbers, and I'm like, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if she was not liking me talking shit about her right now. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, so what's interesting is that the reason why we, like, got into the story in the first place was not even because of Miranda. It was because Stacy was so posting all this kind of stuff that was very, like, the phone calls and all of that. Yes. So. Yeah. You know, that's why this story was, like, interesting to us because it just yeah. became so messy so quick. And then the salad thing was obviously hilarious. And you could hear the 911 call where she was oh, like – the person was like, oh, you know, the the person here with Miranda is a cop from out of state. And then yeah, it was like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. And then so did your DMs just start acting up immediately because then you were getting DMs from Staten Island, which is crazy because now you're getting info yeah. from the whole other source. Dude, that's what was crazy because I was like – yeah, I mean, I had just been talking about talking shit about the salad thing and like, you know, whatever. And then all of a sudden this shit drops and people start sending me screenshots of the wedding pictures immediately. And then that's when I and I was like, yeah, I know she got married. Like, uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> you, know, you can only adopt so many fucking dogs to rehabilitate your image. Fine. Um, 
And so, yeah, and then I got in my DMs, and it was immediately that his ex-fiance messaged me, and she was like, I have significant tea on this guy. He is Shut a dirtbag piece. I'm, I I was engaged to him, and I was like, what the <laughs> And that was Jackie, <laughs> probably? Right. Yes, it yeah. was. And I looked, I, I got, I mean, it's it was definitely her, and I feel terrible. Like, I do try to keep, you know, identities, like, safe. Yeah, you blotted them out. <laughs> I try, I try my best. I really do. Yeah. Yeah, you but became a gossip she, uh, I mean, blog we, overnight. She came out later because the press started hounding her mom. Yeah, right. well, they'll, they go crazy. I mean, they they see blood in the water and they just, it's a feeding frenzy. Yeah. Right. So have it's you been reached out to by tabloids? You have, I bet. No, well, when oh. the stuff with Stacy and Evan broke, I was getting a lot of people wanting me to like dish more. But again, like, I don't feel like it's my story to tell. Like, she can talk whatever she So I was just like kind of weighing in and talking right. shit you know whatever but nobody's formally reached out to me for this one that's so, so funny and do you think it was miranda who was calling you for a while or not i don't know at first i was like dude this is fucking her <laughs> especially when somebody like when they pick up because i i was answering the phone and just not saying anything and then they would hang up and then when i finally was like you know i was like see diga <laughs> i'm a spanish major so i like to fuck with people sometimes anyway <laughs> and, and that's when she like huffed and was like, huh, and then hangs up. So it was definitely a woman. And then I was like, interesting. And they kept calling, kept calling. And I didn't answer again until like later that night after like a bottle of wine. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then, and then they started like blaring turnpike. So I don't, <gasps> I was just like, who, it, cause it also like turnpike's road manager fucking hates me. Like that's a whole other saga. <laughs> I literally got into like a street fight with her and her fucking goons in Key West. Like it was <laughs> It's ridiculous. I mean, this could also be fans, obviously, because your yeah. business, your phone number is probably out there somewhere. I mean, you. I mean, that's probably the easiest thing to find. Yeah, exactly. I don't. I mean, I'm sure I've got some enemies, people that want to make my life hell. And so it's yeah. not like, you know what I mean? It's yeah. Sort of, so. I mean, speaking of, is this good for business or bad for business? <laughs> that's what I uh, honestly like. It hasn't affected me negatively. Um, I, I mean, it's weird because I'm like, okay, I'm definitely not doing this for like self-promotion. I no. just always come on my story for my business. Like I don't even mess with my personal account anymore. Um, but yeah, I think if, so I'm just, I've got a lot of big projects going right now. So I kind of have my website on lockdown, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I think mm-hmm. if it was open, I would be, yeah, I think it'd be good. Cause a uh, lot of people are like, I just bought earrings because I love you. I just love it. what we really love was like, you're giving goss in between like selling your wares, which is my favorite thing about you. Cause it was like, you were truly doing double duty. Like you weren't even like straying far from your brand. It was like, this is my brand now. Miranda Lance Lambert goss and saddles and like leather work. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I love it. <laughs> yep, package um, deal. Yeah, has it all has it all started tapering down, or is are you still getting like more more <laughs> stories in your DMs? Um, no, it's definitely tapered down. I think honestly, people are really waiting for like the other foot to fall right now. Um, right. Like, like she's pregnant. Yeah, like because that's the real question. It's like we all think she's pregnant, but and time will tell. Question exactly. Mark. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I mean, and you're kind of like I mean, because people again, like they. I, I don't even have to lift a finger. Yeah, if, if something's ha- going down, like, I'll have the information. And, like, there are people out there that live for this shit. When they found out that she was following the mother of his child, oh, like, people that. knew before, long before any of the media knew. They're like, yeah, we knew she was flying to Staten Island a lot, but we didn't know why. Like, That's they know her so brutal. Because we, we have a friend who's Staten Island, and he was saying that, or she was saying that Miranda was popping up in different Instagrams for Staten Island local restaurants. Like, she was around. It's like, why is Miranda in Staten Island? <laughs> Staten Island. 
Like that is a piece of paradise, but yeah. Because apparently the cop was a, was a cop at the ferry. So everyone knew the hot cop, not necessarily from GMA, but because he worked at the ferry, which is like the hot spot. <laughs> so, yeah. The ferry. yeah. <laughs> oh my God. It's true. So it's crazy that you went from being like kind of more Southern gossip. That's why it was country music and all that to literally yeah. being wrapped up in this Staten Island cops kind of stuff. You yep. know, yes. it's crazy. It is crazy. <laughs> Worlds collide. That's true. Um, so I guess my question is like, do you plan to keep doing this as you get more information? Do you feel like you want to slowly back away from this? Uh, it seems like it's fun for you and not at all kind of stressful or anything. Yeah, I mean, it, it's fun. Like I've gotten used to like the trolls like that. You're just like that used to kind of like, it, you know, when it first happens to you and somebody's like, you're a pig and you're a whore. <laughs> They'll say all kinds of crazy shit. Yeah. And it's like, whatever. So I don't, it's like, it's not that I'm like shying away or like leaning into it, like for attention. Like if I'm not just talking to hear myself make noise, if I have an opinion and I want to weigh in on something, then I will. But you know what I mean? I'm not trying to like kick up dust where there's nothing there. Yeah. So yeah, if other shit happens, like I'll fucking weigh in. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) It's great. I'm just waiting for Miranda to contact you and ask you to like make custom Miranda leather goods (laughs) just to like be extra brutal. (laughs) It's like, great, pay me. Would you take that job? Of course. Uh, I don't know. I'm principle. I don't think I could. I really, you know what I mean? I was like, mm, not worth it. <laughs> because it, cause you've mentioned that like you have, you have all this like, I mean, not just Stacy, I assume, but like there must be plenty of stories about her and other country artists that come your way once you're in that sort of scene. Oh, dude. Like I said, people come out of the woodwork that have had like very personal interactions with her. Like I know some stories for yeah. sure. Yeah. So like, obviously you're using discretion in like what you're sharing yeah. and what you're not, which is yeah. like, kind of hilarious because now you are like a journalistic operation. <laughs> yeah. What the hell? So <laughs> How did that happen? But yeah. Right. I mean, it's just like, it kind of has just been like a weird, like natural progression. You're like, oh, well, I guess this is what this is now. Like, okay. I don't know. Yeah. Good thing you're tough. Yeah. People are going to start coming to you with other country star stories yeah. just because there's a precedent. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I mean, hey, I'm into it. Like, whatever. <laughs> cool. I mean, do you have any more questions, Bob? Uh, no, I don't think so. Is there anything we missed that you want to say or? I'm trying to think. I feel like you guys got it pretty well covered. I mean, it's just a fucking dumpster fire. Like, yeah. And I love, I love, I don't know if you guys caught the recent video where they're, she, the paparazzi caught yeah. us. Oh, at the airport. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like the giant pillow. I'm like, is she just trolling people right now to be like, am I pregnant? Am I not? Like, whatever. But I just found it hilarious, like the ironic, like the irony of it where she's like, you know, tell people they need to mind their own fucking business. And you're like, yeah, says the lady who sold her wedding photos to People Fucking Magazine. Right. Right. That timed perfectly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she, as much as she has a full plan, the plan is just not working that well. Mm. You know, there's too many loose strings. The backlash exactly i don't i thought i think that she just thought people would take it at face value and we'd be like yay good for you everyone deserves <laughs> happiness <laughs> including his baby mama and his ex-fiance like what the fuck I mean, you, know? you can't have two ex-girlfriends like that Ooh. happen within like six months of each other and not expect these staten island women to be like hello yeah exactly i was like they're brassy in their own right yes. like, not, not taking this line down it's yeah. sort of 
I mean, it seems to me like she was waiting. If she is in fact pregnant, it's like she was waiting for the pregnancy to be later on, and then she was just going to announce everything at once: the everything. pregnancy, the marriage, exactly. blah right. blah. But okay. then she shouldn't have I, thrown a salad at a stranger. Dude, Do you I have was, any other details about the salad? Because we're dying for more information about this salad. Yeah, I don't, and I can't believe. I'm, honestly, I'm like, is she just writing fat checks? Where are the people that got the salad dumped on them? Like, why are <laughs> yes. we? Like, what's happening? Where is that side of the story? Damn. Because I don't buy for a second it was about a fucking cell phone. Like, I want to know if somebody, I just, there had to have been another comment. Like, I don't. I know. Maybe they're perfect for each other, this cop and Miranda. They both seem. Well, I mean, they're both morally bankrupt, for so sure. <laughs> and now they're married. Yes. Fucking soulmate. A match made in hell. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so we've already taken so much of your time. I feel like uh, we should let you get back to work. <laughs> Back to the leather biz. Back to All the DMs. Right. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Everybody's so excited. I'm so glad I found this podcast. It's so random. Oh, I'm so happy you got tagged and you weren't mad at us. <laughs> oh, no. I, but it is weird. You're like, people are talking about me. Like, you know, you're just like, well, whatever. <laughs> but like a, someone like you is our favorite type of source to even pull from. It's like you're we deal. You're time. Yeah, you're just like having fun and like telling the truth. So like, what could we I'm not right. love about that? That's right. That's yeah. right. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, you guys. I can't wait to, to follow along. Oh, God. Keep us updated, too. Yeah, girl, Please. You know yeah. We'll be following you. You have all the real goss. <laughs> if you're like me, then you probably feel anxious and overweight. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You just got anxious hold and overwhelmed. On, on, I'll on, tell on, you that. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, wait. That's true. Maybe I should just keep this in the ad. I got anxious and overwhelmed doing the ad. I should have used Shine this morning. I mean, I feel like you need a pep talk or something. Yeah, it's or it's a good supplement. I don't know. I don't yeah. want to. I don't want to tell people how to live their life, but I will tell you that Shine is a free self care app that will help you say, "I got this." Every single morning, it'll give you daily motivational texts and audio clips tailored towards your personal goals. So mine would be like, like hope I don't like sink into a sea of anxiety, like trying to prepare for tonight's Minneapolis show, <laughs> just like trying to Im- Im- improve my improve my confidence level. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Shine helps you grow and be kind to yourself. And premium members get like seven day challenges which are really cool so whether it's self-love or getting your finances in order we know it's tax season yikes or getting the confidence to start that side hustle whatever your goal is they have this seven day audio challenge thing that can help you make mindful changes appreciate the work you're doing and feel like you've got this it's cool. And that's for premium members only, but you can unlock that whenever you become a premium member. Shine's co-founders didn't see themselves represented or the support they need in the wellness industry, so they created Shine. It's an inclusive persona who's got your back as you navigate life's highs, lows, and mez. Download the Shine app today on the App Store or Google Play and go to shinetext.com who to get 50% off Shine Premium. You'll get access to the entire Shine audio library and other exclusive features. Just shinetext.com who to get 50% off Shine Premium. Shinetext.com slash who. Thank you, Saddle Tramp brand. We love her. What a Call delight. Back. Honestly, Call to find joy, like, she really found the joy. Like, she's getting a lot of the haters, but she's like, you know what? I'm having fun with this. You know, this is, like, information I have. These women deserve to be heard, like, and people are listening to me, so I'm going to, like, mm-hmm. share the truth. Well, it's not even, like, they deserve to be heard. It's, like, they're, they deserve to not be bashed yes, by right. Miranda. Their, their stories deserve to be told correctly. Where it's, like, Miranda has the power to make it seem like these women didn't exist or these women, like, did We're something. Okay. Okay with this or they knew about and it's like, or that's they... not fair yeah 
because I'm really like I like I don't think like Lindsay and I aren't really aren't really down to like just like gossip about someone mindlessly like just like trash on some celebrity no. but I think what she's doing here actually does have some positive no. value and when we saw the spin like the women... wedding spin on the salad thing we also suspected yeah. there was something up and we also were like this is so ridiculous of a spin that we need to figure yeah. out what's going on because like we really couldn't give one one bit of a shit about like Miranda or like the idiot men who start dating her because they decide they're the ones who made the decision to be in a relationship with the celebrity but like these poor women who get dragged into it and then yeah. like anyone can write anything about them right set the record straight right. I'm set glad the these women straight. now have and Stacey Felker has Staddle Tramp brand if you are ever dragged in the mud by Miranda Lambert call Saddle Tramp brand and I'm sure or it's gonna us. happen again or, or us. us or us whatever both both Put us on a group call. Um, <laughs> and with that, we're done, though. So thank you, Saddle Tramp Brand. Uh, go to her website, saddletrampbrand.com. Also, go to our website, whoweekly.us. Buy tickets to our live shows for the next few weeks. Also, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Yeah, next so, weekend we'll be in Detroit and Chicago. No, Love Chicago. Yeah, yeah. Support us on patreon.com slash whoweekly. And call us at 619 if you have any insider information, comments, questions, goss, whatever. And we will see you on Tuesday. Goodbye. Yeah. Hi, Lindsay and Bobby. Long time, long time. Is Gaston from The Little Mermaid a who or a them? Good form, bell form. Bye.